Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to this special bonus edition of Germany in Focus, a news podcast brought to you by The Local. On Friday, the podcast featured the first part of our interviews with Green Bundestag member Mizbah Khan, who's working on the immigration law reform, as well as Jan Dannenbring, the head of the Department of Labour Law at the German Confederation of Skilled Crafts, which represents skilled trades businesses in Germany. So feel free to go back and listen to that. We focus on the planned point system on that episode. What we're going to hear now is the second part of these interviews, where we go into more detail on the skilled worker shortage in Germany and the planned new immigration policies that the government is trying to push through. These are part of a reform that the coalition says will modernize Germany's immigration and citizenship laws and make the country more welcoming to international residents. Before we get into it, though, this is just a reminder that the podcast is made possible by members of The Local. So a big, big thank you to everyone who supports us. We're an independent publisher and it's your support that funds our journalism and our ability to bring you these podcasts. We'll hear first from Jan Dannenbring from the Confederation of Skilled Crafts. I asked him how the skilled worker shortage is affecting the trade sector in Germany. Well, uh, we are very much uh, affected by the shortage of skilled workers because uh, the craft trades are very uh, staff intensive, uh, personnel intensive. The trades which we perform must be still performed by skilled workers. Uh, They can hardly be optimized or rationalized uh, like uh, an industry. So if you need to paint a house, you still need a a painter, a skilled worker to do that. And it's uh, very important for us uh, to, to have have enough skilled workers and the demographic development in Germany has also affected us like many other parts of the German economy. So at the moment, we always say that we have 250,000 vacancies in the craft sector. And so that shows the dimension of the shortage of skilled workers that we have in the craft sector. And has this shortage been going on for a long time or has it more recently become a problem? Uh, It has started already years. Years ago, but it was for a long time not that noticeable uh, because we had the advantage of quite a high uh, migration or immigration uh, of EU nationals, especially from the Eastern EU countries. Um, but that has ceased uh, more or less. They have the same demographic development and they have the now the same shortages on the labor market uh, as as we do. This 
force uh, of skilled workers uh, has ceased uh, to to exist uh, and the german market labor market we more or less have full employment on the, the german labor market we i think have at the moment only 2.5 million unemployed uh, but these are uh, people which are very difficult to activate uh, for the uh, labor market uh, or they don't have the ne necessary qualifications uh, for the skilled craft uh, sector so um, that is why we are also uh, looking beyond, uh, so to speak, beyond the uh, German labor market to uh, foreign labor markets to, in order to to see if we can find their skilled workers for the skilled crafts. Yeah, and Germany does want to attract tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of qualified workers from abroad every year in future. Do you think the immigration law reform that the government is working on will achieve this or achieve this partly? Well, it will definitely be a... Uh uh, a step in the right direction, uh, but it will never uh, achieve uh, the goal of attracting hundreds of thousands of new workers from abroad. Uh, that is uh, unrealistic for the simple uh, fact that there are not that many uh, qualified people in the world who, who speak German, uh, which is a, a prerequisite to, to work, at least in the craft sector. We speak German here in the small companies. We don't speak English uh, or, or other languages. Uh, and also uh, you... Uh, well, not you, but uh, the, the, the normal uh, German customer of, of a skilled craft company uh, wants to talk about his problem at home. Uh, if he has a, some kind of problem or with a painter, if he wants to paint his house, he wants to speak in German uh, and explain in German what he wants uh, from the uh, skilled craft enterprise. And so that is really a major prerequisite uh, for migration to Germany. And the good institute uh, uh, are doing a good job, uh, but there are still not that many people around the world who uh, speak German so well and who are also then willing to come uh, to, to, to Germany. Uh, so that is really the, the one of the biggest hurdles in order to come to Germany. And uh, But there are also uh, other hurdles. I mean, you as, as a Berliner, <laughs> you have also probably noticed the difficulties uh, of getting an appointment uh, in the Bürgeramt uh, and, um, and things like that. And uh, if a new qualified migrant wants to come to Germany and has uh, now uh, these experiences, he might say, well, maybe I'd rather go to, to England or uh, other countries there. Maybe uh, the public administration functions better than in, at least in, in Berlin. <laughs> mm -hmm. Definitely. We've talked about that a lot. Some of these problems with bureaucracy and getting appointments. And how do you think Germany could attract more skilled workers then? Well, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, on the one hand, uh, I think really the, the major issue is the language issue. Uh, so uh, Germany needs to put more emphasis uh, on providing uh, language courses in foreign countries uh, which are willing to cooperate uh, uh, on the migration policy with uh, Germany. And so um, I think the, the Goethe Institute in these countries uh, should be reinforced uh, and also the courses, the language courses provided by the Goethe Institute should be subsidized more uh, because uh, they are quite expensive for foreigners to, to, to uh, have these courses. And so um, that is, I think, really one aspect which is uh, very uh, central. Uh, the other aspect, we, we just touched upon that, is the bureaucracy uh, in, in, in Germany, but it starts already in the uh, embassies and consulates uh, of Germany uh, in, in foreign countries, where it's often very difficult or at least time 
consuming uh, to get a, a visa. That also uh, is a big problem because uh, if uh, a migration process already starts with these difficulties, then I think uh, many potential migrants uh, will be uh, deterred <laughs> from coming mm -hmm. uh, to, to, to Germany and will uh, try uh, first other countries. And that continues uh, then in, in Germany. Uh, many of the local migration uh, uh, authorities, uh, the Ausländerbehörden, uh, are not uh, so up-to-date uh, as we would like, the German economy would uh, like to see them. Uh, so uh, here I think there's definitely a reform necessity still, within, especially the administration. That was Jan Dannenbring, a migration law specialist with the German Confederation of Skilled Crafts. Let's hear now from Ms. Bakan, a green politician in the Bundestag representing a constituency in Rhineland-Palatinate, and she's a rapporteur on the immigration law reform. I asked her why the coalition government is overhauling immigration laws. The labor shortage we have in Germany is steadily worsening and it's already hampering the green transformation we have. It's a problem we have concerning different branches. We have problems in progress with our healthcare, with our care, with construction, with craft, with IT. So in almost all industries, um, there's a shortage and it's hard to support the economy in this situation. Boston Consulting is calculating a loss in economic performance of 86 billion euros yearly, which is a lot. Mm -hmm. So um, we do have to change a lot to get better with and tackle the problem. And so how do you think that the plan changes will actually attract more non-EU nationals from abroad to Germany? First of all, the practice we have right now is inefficient in its procedures. It's overly bureaucratic. The processes prevent gaining migration. So we have a jungle of different residence permits and we have a lot of requirements you would think you might not need in the modern workspace. And we need to implement um, a commitment to become a country of migration to secure our prosperity and the social system. And we do need to be more attractive as a country for migration uh, for immigrants. So work should be easier for people who want to come we want to um, make it easier to get a qualification or to work while getting a qualification. We take a practical work experience to uh, account, which we did not do before. And we will have a, a hopefully easy to understand points system and make it easier to get a resident permit for job seeking. I also wanted to ask, most politicians seem to agree that the worker shortage is a big problem in Germany and that immigration from abroad is needed. But I noticed that the opposition CDU, CSU had proposed a federal immigration agency that was kind of their proposal. What do you think about that? First of all, all proposals that make Germany more attractive as a country for migration make sense. The fact is that the huge labor shortage we have today is due to the restrictive migration policies that the CDU and CSU had been pursuing for the last 16 years. We are in a situation where we need to um, quick and simple solutions. This is also where the new law comes in hand. So we need to focus or we should focus on reducing the bureaucratic holes and make it easier for people to come to Germany before taking any further steps of setting up a new agency. So the law has been approved by the, the cabinet. Do you think that it will pass in the Bundestag? And when do you think this could happen? The proposal that has been drafted uh, by the coalition is a good law. I think it will help. So I'm really sure that it will pass. I'm very confident. And we will hope to have a final pass 
of the law in summer. In summer. Okay, good to know. I, and so it doesn't need to go through the Bundesrat? It does not. Okay, excellent. And so if things go to plan and it passes by summer, when do you think the law could actually come into force and that people would actually be in this new system? We will have to see, depending on the measurement and the and the different pillars we have, they might come into use in different phases and in different years. But we are really, really keen on changing the system very quickly. So we're working on having it installed as soon as possible. So possibly this year, parts of it could come into force, possibly, or are we thinking more next year? So some of the measurements will come into force this year, hopefully uh, by the time of November and other parts maybe next year. Really good to know. And I guess you're also hoping it will come alongside the citizenship law changes as well. Yes, we hope that this is possible. We're working on that. We do see um, this as a really strong point to show that we do want to be attractive. We do want to attract people, um, migration, and we see that there's a need for social and democratic participation. We do um, see that it's a plus point to show, yes, we do want you to stay long term. We want you to um, make Germany your new home. So it goes together. Mm -hmm. So from speaking to international residents in Germany, we found a lot of people struggle with the attitude towards foreigners. Do you think Germany is ready to be more open to the world and invite more people from abroad into society? We, we do not have other choice than doing that. And I think it's really, really needed. So we want people, as I said, we want people to come. We want people to stay. We want to facilitate some measurements we did not focus on before, like family reunification uh, in the future. We, we don't want people to decide whether they want a job in Germany or their family at home. So whatever makes us more attractive as a country for people to long-term invest in us is something we want to focus on. And I really hope that this act helps, but the act alone won't change the society. So we do have to do more than that. We have to have a positive welcoming culture and we have to work on that actively supporting the environment for families, sufficient daycare places and housing and um, being un unbureaucratic, uh, digital administration and modern citizenship law. All that is important to show that, yes, we want you to stay. We want you to feel welcome here. And that is something we see as elementary for a gen and welcoming culture. It's a big job. Yeah. <laughs> You've got there. There's there's a lot. I just when you're talking about it on, you know, the different aspects, childcare and all throughout society, there's a lot of work to be done, I guess. Yeah, it has to be done. But we are really, really happy and really eager on doing it. That was Ms. Khan, a Green MP in the Bundestag. Thank you so much for listening to our bonus episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Let us know what you think about it. Leave a review or rating wherever you get your podcast. You can check the show notes for links to related articles. And we'll be back on Friday with a new episode. And we hope to see you then. Take care. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.